Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about magic mushroom side effects, brain and body long-term effects. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. All right, so let's see here. You know, if you've been following my other podcast, right, and you know, you'll know that magic mushrooms have a lot of health benefits, right? We've seen that they can, they have amazing health benefits like curing depression with just a single dose. Not just depression, but also anxiety, you know, worrying about things all the time, PTSD, constant reliving, reliving bad experiences, curing addiction where all other sources of things to try to stop don't work and this comes in and works and all this all these benefits they seem to happen with just a single dose of psilocybin right it's really incredible and then not only that you can have a new founded outlook on life a new way of seeing things that you didn't see before seeing how the whole world's connected and being able to step outside of your own body and to be able to see and evaluate your life and evaluate the things that you're prioritizing and it really allows you to cure and heal by examining your life in a way you never seen before and it also creates these neurological pathways in the brain to allow you to see a new way of solving a problem or a new way of thinking about something that you didn't see before because it literally creates a new way of thinking in the brain that wasn't there before it right and yes um hallucina um hallucina geez hallucinations hallucinate <laughs> uh, hallucinations hallucinations there you go hallucinations um are part of it however Many people will think that the hallucinations are actually just exposing your brain to seeing things the way it really is. So anyway, that's kind of where it's at, right? And so if you're able to do these things, so many people suffer from PTSD, anxiety, depression, addiction. And not only that, we get so caught up in our lives, we need a new perspective sometimes. We need to reevaluate our lives. And by doing these things, it can help us to become happier, nicer people in general. Not only that, it's proven to help us make us smarter people, right? The coders in um, Silicon Valley take these things to give themselves an edge from the, their competition, and the people that don't take them for this purpose are at a disadvantage. So it actually will make you smarter, happier, more confident, and allow you to enjoy your life. Let's face it, we only get one chance at life, and who wants to be depressed or not feel good about the way our life is going when we can have, when we can enjoy it more, right? But also, 
if you're happier and you're smarter, you can make more money at your job, right? Not only that, you can live a longer, healthier life because of, you know, just it's, it's, it's you're a nicer, happier person, right? So this can also help you leading into retirement, you know, having better relationship with your families, being able to make more money at your job so you can go on vacation with your family and enjoy those little tiny moments that are so, you know, invaluable that we seem to miss because we get so caught up on things that don't matter, right? So other than that, I mean, so there's, there's so much that goes into this, right? But the, <laughs> I was reading something, right, the other day and it got me thinking, right? Because Terrence McKenna was a well-known psychonaut and he used psychedelic mushrooms religiously for many, many years. But he also used a lot of other things, right? Like cannabis and stuff like that. But he, and LSD. And, but he was really into, um, you know, taking himself on these psychedelic journeys and experiencing these things. And but what, what I'm getting at is I seen in the study, right, he died. He died at, in the 50s. I don't remember what, how old he was, but he died. And the reason for his death was a brain tumor. He died of a brain tumor, right? And he, and the first thing he asked the doctor was, we had like some severe brain cancer. And he asked the doctor if it was caused from the psychedelic mushrooms or the cannabis that he'd been taking like daily. And the doctor looked at the studies, looked at what had happened, and he said they are not, um, they weren't related, right, is what he had found. But it got me thinking, right, well, shoot, is there any side effects? Other than what, what I read about Terrence McKenna, was there other side effects out there that maybe I don't know of, or maybe there's more into some stuff here? So I figure we better take a look at it, because if, if, these things are so good, that's great, but a lot of the times, are things too good to be true? Are there, are there side effects that, you know, in the long term that could affect us? So, decided to do some research and look into that and see what I could find. And so, <laughs> it turns out for, in general, in general, the consensus is, for the side effects, is there's really no proven negative side effects in general. Now I'm gonna go into some of the different types of effects, positive and negative, that I did find. But in general, this is one of the safest things you can take, is what I've basically found. But let's go and look at more detail, right? So, it is illegal. <laughs> so it's an illegal substance to take. So that does mean you take it at your own risk, okay? I. I can't take it for you and assume the risk, right? So you, if you choose to take these, depending on where you live in the country or the United States, some places is illegal, some places are 100% legal, some places, so it's like half and half. So you can check out other articles I have on how to get it and stuff like that where I reveal that type of stuff. But, um, but if you look up in the United States at least, it's, it's not a major offense, but it is up there and it can, it, if the police decide to bust you for it, which from what I've heard from most people and like Joe Rogan says on his podcast that even if the cops, um, even Paul Stemmett says it, I mean, the cops typically aren't going to bother you with it if you're taking it for personal use. Now, if, you, if you're taking it for profit, I mean, you're growing it in bulk and you're trying to make profit from it, 
that's a whole nother thing because now you're avoiding taxes and you're, you're selling illegal drugs. It's a whole other category. But if you're just taking it for personal health gain, you're not abusing them, but you're literally taking them for a good purpose, the majority of the time, the cops are not going to bust you for it. First of all, they shouldn't even know that you're taking it. If you, unless you're abusing it and you're going out and acting crazy, right? Be in a safe place, have a nice safe setting and you know, do it responsibly and you should never really have a problem with it. Now, if you do go crazy and, and whatever and you get caught and they do decide to punish you, you can look at $1,000 for a first offense with up to two years in prison. And then if you have more and more offenses with it, then you know, it can get worse from there. But that's kind of where it goes. So that's kind of an, a side effect, right? Because if you end up in prison, that's technically a side effect of it. But hopefully someday, you know, just like with marijuana being legal in most places now, hopefully, you know, people catch on. We're getting smarter these days. People are um, more aware, right? But um, if we look at some of the short-term effects, these are just short-term within the moments when you're going to be feeling the psychedelic effect from the mushroom, which lasts about six hours. You're going to experience heightened senses, inability to determine what's real, feeling connected with the environment, increased heart rate, temporary hallucinating, euphoria, peacefulness, spiritual awakening, derealization, which is feeling your surroundings are not real, depersonalization, depersonalization being in a dreamlike state where you are disengaged from your surroundings, alteration to senses, seeing sound and hearing colors, disorientation, muscle relaxation, trouble focusing, dilated pupils, distorted thinking. Now, some people do experience nausea when they eat them, um, but if that happens, try to avoid the urge to throw up because then you just wasted the mushrooms, right? But if you did consume more than the recommended dosage of like seven grams, then you might want to let yourself throw up because you, you probably ate too much, right? So that's kind of the short-term effects. Um, none of those, most of those are good, right? That's just part of the experience, part of the spiritual awakening is to feel all these things. So that's kind of the short-term effects. Now there are people that experience a bad trip. Um, this does happen from time to time. Typically, it happens with people who try to fight the experience. You know, they try to control where the mushrooms are going to take them. A big thing is when you're taking the mushrooms, you got to trust the mushrooms, okay? You got to trust that they're going to take you and show you the things that you need to see. Give in to them, give in to the experience, and just let it happen. That's why you're taking them, okay? Now, other times people take more than seven grams, and that's not a recommended, and they could just get overwhelmed by the, the effects, especially if they're not used to it, right? Now, in these rare situations, you may feel restlessness, thinking problems, tension, anxiety, paranoia, depression, panic, cramps, vomiting, diarrhea, dry mouth, sweating, chills, numbness, quickly changing emotions, dizziness, drowsiness, muscle weakness, lack of coordination, unusual body sensation, nausea, paranoia, confusion, frightening hallucinations, yawning, and in some situations you could actually experience temporary loss of muscle control and muscle strength if you've taken more than seven grams um, and it could lead into the next day. So that's kind of a um, rare situation, right? Just let it happen 
and don't go overboard with it. You know, you, you need to respect the dosage that's recommended. Look at my other videos and articles and podcasts on the correct dosage so you don't avoid that problem. Okay, now long-term effects. So this is stuff people have experienced long-term, right? So let's just cover the positive stuff first, which we've kind of already talked about. Permanently quitting addictions such as smoking or opioid addictions after one dose. Increase in sense of well-being and life satisfaction. New sense of love and connection for everything around them. Heightened mental state and improved ways of thinking. Being able to think back on that one experience and regain most of the positive effects as if they just took another dose. That's really amazing. Improved symptoms of depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, after a, um, years after a single dose. So now some other types. So this is where we get into the gray area. Well, I don't know if I'm going to call it gray area, but we get into an area where um, it could potentially be negative, I guess. So studies have shown that you can permanently alter your brain. However, this could be a good thing, right? Permanently altering your way of thinking, permanently altering your brain. So it doesn't say it's a bad thing. It's just saying it's potentially what could happen. But I think that's the point, right? <laughs> um, some websites report magic mushrooms being linked to inducing psychosis. Inducing psychosis. However, recent studies done in controlled environments show that they are not associated. So websites will claim this, that it can induce psychosis, which is a state of losing your mind, really, going into um, a psycho state. But the studies and their controlled environments have proven that not to be true. Now, one other thing is Dr. Weinstein is a chief medical officer at American Addiction Centers. He, um, he reports that psychosis can be brought on by psilocybin, which individuals with a family history of schizophrenia or other psychotic disorders are at risk of experiencing a psychotic episode. So he goes on to expand on that further and saying that people with a family history or you know, a history of themselves of schizophrenia. So if you have schizophrenia, or another, any type of <clears throat> um, psychotic disorder, then just be aware that there, under some situations, doctors have seen that it can bring it on. Um, now, if you talk to Paul Stemitz, he was saying some people that hear voices with schizophrenia have reported that even though they still hear the voices after taking psychedelic mushrooms, the voices have become nicer. So what that means is the same thing that we've I've talked about in all the other health benefits in the one study where the 400 and I think 480,000 prisoners for 13 years they evaluated them and over um, over time the ones that had taken psilocybin mushrooms were like somewhere around 30% less likely to burglarize and like 15% less likely to commit a violent crime so we've shown that it just in general creates nicer people Whereas in this situation, people with schizophrenia, their voices became nicer. So even these people are becoming nicer people and their, their voices are becoming nicer, right? Now, one last thing that I did see a lot of um, people talking about was hallucinogen persisting perception disorder, HPPD. 
this is basically where um, you just start to hallucin um, have hallucinations randomly, even though you're not taking the mushrooms. However, um, Bill Richards, who is a psychologist at John Hopkins, has led hundreds of psychedelic assisted therapy sessions with psilocybin since the 1970s. So he started doing this when it was legal to do it, and then he went underground and started doing it. And he states that he has personally never encountered, um, he, well, he has personally encountered no reports of HPPD. And he also said, of course, this is with pure psilocybin in reasonable dosage without any other substances, and it was in medically screened volunteers. So what he's saying is, if you, the people that he's given, and this is over since 1970, that's like 50 years he's been doing this, and he's never seen a case of HPD, HPPD, because he's given them in, in the right dosage amount, and they weren't taking other stuff. You see, all these people that say they've experienced HPPD were all taking all kinds of other drugs on top of psilocybin mushrooms. So they can't link it to psilocybin by itself. So anyway, that was just something that I had seen. Um, and that's pretty much the main thing when it comes to the different types of side effects that you'll find when you're dealing with psychedelic mushrooms. There's really no long-term effects negatively on the brain. I mean, yes, Terrence McKenna died of a brain cancer. However, the doctors told him that it was not from the psilocybin. So, and there's been no other links. There's no other studies out there that are proving that this causes it. And you gotta think, Terrence McKenna was on a lot of other things, you know? So, anyway, I think it's one of the safer things. Now let's take a look at prescription drugs because I've just looked at all the studies on psilocybin and found it to be one of the safest things to take. And you compare it to prescription drugs, right? So one thing, like if you watch Joe Rogan podcast with Paul Stemmons, 1385, you'll see that um, he talks about prescription drugs. So the biggest thing he talks about, right, is prescription drugs are escape drugs, right? They allow you to escape the pain temporarily and eventually you have to come back and deal with the pain again and deal with reality. Whereas psilocybin mushrooms allow you the chance to heal, right? It allows you to cure your mental illness and any other related issues, right? So magic mushrooms force you to take a hard look at reality in a way you've never seen it before, and that's how you become to be healed. It eliminates the need to escape. So think of it as prescription drugs numb the mind and force you to forget about it, whereas magic mushrooms say, uh-uh, they, they, they basically force your, they push your face right into the mud right into the problem and they say, hey, here's the problem and allow you to heal because now all of a sudden everything becomes clear and, they, and it helps you to figure out the problem. Okay, so that's kind of um, the difference. Now, if we look at the side effects of an antidepressant, which one of the big benefits of psychedelic mushrooms is it cures depression. So if you just look at an anti-prescription or anti-depression prescription drug, you will see that the side effects include increased appetite, weight gain, fatigue, drowsiness, dry mouth, blurred vision, insomnia, dizziness, indigestion, stomach aches, diarrhea, constipation, and they are 
addictive, meaning you'll be keep coming back for more, just like Big Pharma wants. Mushroom, magic mushroom side effects does not cause weight gain, does not cause insomnia, doesn't cause dizziness, and they are not addictive. They're actually anti-addictive by nature. That means that the next day after taking a heroic dose of psilocybin mushrooms, you'll look at those mushrooms and you'll say, uh-uh, dude, I ain't touching those things again for a long, long time. So they're just anti-addictive by nature. That is, I mean, it's, when you look at it, right, it's almost like it's too good to be true. One dose, one dose not addictive, does so many amazing things, improves your consciousness and gives you new insights on the way to see things, gives you new path, neurologic pathways to figure out problems, makes you smarter, makes you happier, makes you nicer, and it actually cures your fear of death. Literally, people who've taken it no longer fear death because of the new way they see the world and their new spiritual connection, they just report that, how can I be afraid of death when it's not the end? So they actually, if you think about it, not fearing death, being a nice person, those are great leadership qualities. You're going to be a better leader at your job and for your family. I mean, come on, man. Seriously. I'm not, I didn't create magic mushrooms. I'm not profiting from them. I'm just looking at the evidence looking at the proof, looking at the studies, looking at the testimonials, watching what the experiences people have had. Holy shit. I mean, come on. Damn near no side effects that are negative as long as you use it controlled way and follow my, the recommendations and all these amazing things. My goodness. <laughs> Everybody should be taking these things. Seriously, at least microdosing. Anyway, so now that you understand the side effects, you can take these things confidently without worrying about the long term, knowing that they're actually going to make you better in the long term, improve your life for the long term, and just make your, everything around you better. So anyway, that's all I have for you today. If you'd like to learn more details about the side effects of magic mushrooms, check out my website at Curative Mushrooms. Dot com. And while you're there, check out some other articles I've written on the benefits of magic mushrooms as well as how to get them safely anywhere, even if they're illegal where you're at. And stay tuned for some other future podcasts that I got coming out really soon. We got a lot more good stuff to talk about, especially in magic mushrooms right now because I got a lot to say. <laughs> other than that, thank you for listening and please share this with somebody else. Share the knowledge. Let other people know about the amazing things this mushroom can do. That's all I have. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
all information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.